This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 46. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture. Goodfellas, one undigestible minute at a time. <laughs> My name is Connor Kilpatrick. With me is Ron Richards. Hello. And Josh Flanagan. Oh. <laughs> and this minute begins with Karen explaining to her mother that daddy never went out at all. 
<laughs> and uh, ends with, we weren't married to nine to five guys. <laughs> so, uh, this is where she starts really, really having the Stockholm syndrome. Well, yeah, this is the this is the very beginning of it. this is the 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 now that they are they are married, uh, reality is setting in. But we'll get to that in a moment in the beginning part of this minute. It's mostly about Karen and her mother and her father sitting at home waiting patiently for Henry to return from a night of carousing with Tommy. And uh, oof, this minute, this minute. Well, this is some well, this is some uh, screechy Lorraine Bracco. It's like watching a grown woman play Jan Brady. <laughs> That's what I, because it's just like, she looks way too old to be having what is basically a temper tantrum. That's right, what I, yep. as a parent, I recognized that. I was like, yep. oh, she's having a temper tantrum. But she doesn't, like, she, like I know she's well, supposed she's, to be really She's 35, it's supposed to be like 20. So the, yeah. the character makes sense, but it comes off strange. I mean, this yeah. is the only time you really get the sense that they are, their characters are super young, I think. Yeah, yes. And yes. In the other scene, they could be any age, but this is the only scene where you really say, oh, right, she's like a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Was she it. actually that old? Yeah, no, they were they were young. They were both in their. I mean, Henry was twenty one or twenty two at this time. No, no, she no, was no, just no. Uh, uh, Lorraine Bracco. Yes, yes. We talked earlier okay. in the show about. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember all of the things from all the shows. I assume yeah. everyone goes back and listens to every show before we start. I do. Oh, that. I do. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. have to. That's, you have to. That's fine. Right. You don't know how I feel. <laughs> you don't know how I feel. You don't know how I feel. It's in the, a, I will it's say in this is a, it's, of, it's, it's a it's a very accurate argument. It's very well done. <laughs> it's 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 completely straightforward. There's no subtext to it. It's it's the it's the yell and the stomp off. You know, like uh, my, ah! my, my my sister was my sister did this wonderfully. The stomp off and slam the door. I've done, I've done that yeah. not terribly long ago. <laughs> well, but then also we get the we get the, the the one one of the highlight moments of the movie when Karen's mother uh, is guilting Karen about the whole argument and pointing out that her father hasn't been able to di- di- digest a decent meal in six weeks. So this which, raised several questions. Yes, many questions. Which <laughs> was because it's not explained. Was the wedding six weeks ago? Has he been up since since she got married, or it since could, Henry it moved could just in? Be an unrelated stomach ailment. Well, he well, said. Well, they said they've been there a month. So okay. You've been here a month, and we sometimes this, that's happened on Friday. We thought she said you've been here a month, and sometimes we know he never even comes home. So, so six weeks was before the wedding. Okay, so, so. <laughs> well, maybe there was two weeks. Maybe they went on the honeymoon. Well, came I, back. Uh, and yeah. Then there's the other question. He doesn't seem all that bothered. And like the thing is that six weeks is a very long time to not be able to digest a meal. Well, well, here, decent no. meal, a decent meal. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, what is a decent not... meal? <laughs> then whose fault is that? I feel like it's the one who yells all the time. <laughs> it, I, you know, I, I'm sure Ron, you've, you know, I spent a lot of fair amount of time in Long Island. This is not yeah. a character that's unreasonably portrayed. Well, no. Well, the, the the problem is that the the father figure or the whatever there, there, there's really two there are two types, and the, this represent <laughs> this represents the the far end of the spectrum, which is the tired, beaten, I've given up man. If I don't make any right. noise, they won't see I'm here and it, yell at me. Exactly, exactly. Right. And I just I just want to watch the football game. I just want to digest a decent meal. <laughs> exactly. I just want to listen to the baseball game. Like and so like please enough of the yelling. And the the other end of the spectrum is the very loud and involved in months. You know, yeah, exactly. Henry's father, which is a good example. You know, so yeah. so so Karen's father is very much he's sitting on the couch 
I mean, with his with his cup of coffee <laughs> and just just I mean, like just watching this happen, just watching she's probably, this. She's probably making him drink decaf. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no, it's anything. no, it's it's worse. It's Sanka, Josh. Oh. It's Sanka. <laughs> All right. Like, <laughs> do you notice how stiff the mother's neck is? <laughs> she's. It's like she's got her head like pulled back. Yeah. Like sort of big bird like. Yes, very big bird esque. That is. She a, doesn't uh, move like a normal human. Yeah. Oh man. So the what a what an awful woman. About the parents, the fun fact of this episode is that the her, Karen's father is played by Bob Altman. Bob Altman's only credit is this film, wow. uh, because he wasn't an actor so much as he was a, he was a stand-up comedian and free association thinker. <laughs> what is aren't that? We all, aren't we all <laughs> who, who performed under the name Uncle Dirty? <laughs> what? <laughs> So what is, his, what, what is his connection? I don't know, but he, 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 he wrote for Richard Pryor, so he must have been well-esteemed. Well but wow. he, uh, he, that was his character on stage, Uncle Dirty. And he looks like an Uncle Dirty. Yeah. We gotta hire the Uncle Dirty. Find him. Go find him. We, 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 I got a perfect part for Uncle Dirty. It's but he doesn't. He doesn't have a single. Tight. He doesn't have a single line. Nope. He doesn't like. All he does is just sit there. All well, it's funny because when I first started researching, I, I saw he only had the one credit, and I thought, whoa, he must be another one of those non-performers. Yeah. And then I dug deeper and realized he was a performer, just not a movie or TV actor. Yeah. Just a stand-up. Right. Well, there you go. That's the genius of Marty right there. Fascinating. Now, Suzanne yeah. Shepard, who plays the mother, you guys mentioned briefly Friday. Yeah, we talked to her about a little bit about it last week, yeah. How she was on The Sopranos, right? You talked yep. about that. She yep. played the exact same character as Car- uh, Carmela's mother, who is the same. Character. It's exactly the same. <laughs> she, uh, she appeared on all three relevant Law and Orders, the only three you need to know about, the original <laughs> Criminal Intent and uh, Special Victims Unit. She was on all three of those. She did the Law and Order trifecta. Also, Uncle Buck... She was the teacher with the mole in her face. Oh! Oh, here's a quarter. Wow. Wonderful. Wow. It just made me really happy. That was just one of those synaptic connections that I was like, oh, that that brings it all together for me. Thank (laughs) you. You know what I got to say? Your fun fact time right now has just been a a joy. Which will lead to tomorrow (laughs) when we have another mole to deal with. But uh, for now, a great uh, one. I was really hoping there would be a minute crossover, but there wasn't. She's She's a dreamer talking about little Maisie. <laughs> so she's a, the rat, she's a lolly. Not off. So, but it's good two, stuff. Two things about this minute. I love Leota's performance in this minute. Oh yeah, well it's it's it, yeah, his yeah. silence at the door. He pauses and then he does that great Leota laugh as he walks back to the car to get the fuck out of here. Well, what, yeah. What's what's great is is yeah. So so they have the argument and then we get the sense that time has passed. And my question is, what time does he come home? Well, I have okay. the same note. Yeah, so so like so here's the thing. I would imagine that the argument that we just saw the stomp off, I feel like that's like 10, 11. Car- Carson 11:30, you know, like we they should be home and going to bed by this time, right? Cuz everyone's mm-hmm. in their pajamas and that sort of thing. And I I get and just by the lighting outside and stuff like that, this has got to be like 3, 4, maybe no, 5 a.m. It's dawn. It's yeah. dawn, the sun's coming up. It's yeah. probably yeah. 6, it's 6, 6 yeah. 7 in the morning. Yeah. 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 Depending on the time of year. So so Two things. When the, the headlights come through, Karen and the mom get up at exactly the same moment. Oh, it's, and it's the and it's most a, synchronized thing I've ever seen. And it's a race to the door. If, yep, you, wa- yep. if you watch them go to the door, it's that, like Karen's trying to get there before her mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and my, my note here about Henry is that turning around on that step without a single word. Yes. That's a baller move. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's I, mean, I mean, like, listen. 
Well, no, no, but no, but but, but no, but no, 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 but wait, wait, it's even more so. Not only is his hair, like, he looks disheveled, his hair's a mess, the tie is undone, right? But what happens is, is that he stands there for a moment, and he listens to Karen's mother shriek at him, and then he slyly looks at Karen... And then gives the side eye as he turns and walks away. <laughs> like it is a physical eye roll. His entire body eye rolls as he walks away. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Karen shrill, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to. Tommy is not helping. Well, no. Tommy is definitely not helping. No. Tommy has shown a penchant to really turn the screws to Henry whenever he's in trouble <laughs> by just talking a mile a minute and making fun of him. But let's point this out Tommy waited for him to go inside like a caring girlfriend. <laughs> He, he, he waited there to make sure that Henry got inside safely. <laughs> and at six in the morning, I'm not even going to come into a complete stop. I'm just going to roll. Right, yeah, no, he and waited. You can barrel roll out of the car, and I'll take yeah. off. Yep, yep, he waited. So you really got to – and they shot that at dawn, but I mean, that's, yeah. that's real dawn light, so I like that. Yeah. And I also like Pesci's return line, uh, sort of answering without having heard uh, the mother's line, what the fuck kind of people are they? Yeah, <laughs> Well, that's the thing is that like so so Karen's mother's yelling saying what kind of person comes home like this? This isn't normal. You know, you shouldn't. You you need to call. And sometimes she just he heard that because yeah. as as Henry's walking up to him, he's like, "You're not normal, Henry." Like just like like this the whole, opportunity to bust balls. They're gonna take yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But but not only is it the bust balls, but to represent the difference between their lifestyle and the average citizen's lifestyle. You know, like, like, like they, it's completely out of the question that they're questioning them coming home at six in the morning, you know, and, and, and it's, it's comical that they're upset that he, you know, like, yeah. So do you think Henry smells more of booze or of strippers? Smoke. 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 Cigarettes. Yeah. Probably cigars too. Not necessarily his own. Well, Tootie or whomever. Yeah. Well, the yeah. question is, who knows what they were doing that night? I mean, that's the thing. Like why, like, were they out partying or were they out gangstering? You know? Yes. Like, yeah. Both. Yeah. Well, it, they would it, often it, party it, after gangstering. Yeah. Later this week, we're going to see what looks like a combination of the two. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, they're having they're having a good time. Yeah, we haven't we haven't hit the uh, we haven't hit the hard turn yet. Yeah, but uh, daylight. Oh man, the walk away, the walk away, and the cackle <laughs> and the laugh is just like. But now, but but here's the other thing too: is that he walks away, and Karen's mother just shuts the door. Ultimately, she doesn't want him in the house. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it just—it's—it's it's just. I feel like I feel like this whole altercation is very brief, where it would have been longer. I think well, just, she has to. She has to go back to trying to figure out uh, what meal would be decent. <laughs> well, she's, I, she's been doing all these meals. <laughs> None of them were decent. No. Um, what's What's interesting is that I was reading in Wise Guy. I was reading in the book uh, to get some context for Karen and her parents and stuff like that. And it was really interesting to hear Karen in her interview with Pelleggi talk about her relationship with Henry and the role that her mother played in it. And where Karen actually said that, you know, that, that, you know, she said sometimes, you know, sometimes I think if, if her mother hadn't fought them being together so hard, then Karen wouldn't have ended up being so blind. Like basically it became a stubborn match between Karen and her mother. Cause her mother did not like Henry, did not want her to be with Henry. And so she just dug her heels in and defended him and all stuff like that. Like she gave her mother excuses. She said that if he, you know, if he stayed, stayed out late, she made an excuse for him. If he didn't call, she would lie to her mother and say, no, he did call earlier. Like she, she started at this point, she's already covering for him, but it's less out of because she's down with it, but more out of just to stick it to her mother, which is like a teenager's behavior, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. So uh, it's interesting to see how that cemented their – like the disdain for Henry by her mother cemented their relationship. That's, 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 not, an un, that's not an unusual tale. Yeah. I don't think. 
it's not, especially it's not. in those days of so many more sort of societal convention rules and things. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but oh let's, man, that laugh. Let's face it. If this is what you're coming home to, you probably want to stay out as late as you possibly can. Oh God Almighty! I can't, I, I can't well, believe I can't believe you made it a month. It's I mean it's pretty impressive to to have the I guess the gall in a relationship. I can't imagine doing that. Oh, I'm what? being inconsiderate. Like he just doesn't. Impressive is probably not the word. It's it's fascinating to just see him going. Well, I have to do what I want. That's really paramount here. Right. Which seems somewhat antithetical to the idea of marriage today, for example. Well, yeah, well, because I mean, because it's a completely different type of people. Like he's sure. not, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And like to to him, their world is as alien as his world is to them. Mm-hmm. So their their world is all about instant gratification for whatever they want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You only get married because it's proper. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to keep up appearances and all that sort. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to have somebody to go to Sunday dinner with. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You need somebody. To, you need somebody to bail you out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but um, so yeah, so so uh, presumably things get patched up because then uh, Karen moves on to a uh, to a hostess party. So, <laughs> Which, classic uh, hostess party. And we we see Martin Scorsese's mother with a very lovely poodle. <laughs> we'll have a lot more about this party tomorrow. But this is where the uh, this is kind of like. After the boys have gone off to war, all the wives hang out. Yeah, the war stories. Well, I, do they? Do people still do this anymore? Hostess parties? I guess we'll let's, talk about tomorrow. But we're yeah, gonna talk about but, that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we will. But any more notes for this minute? Uh, I think people are gonna have to get used to slightly shorter shows this week. This week, yeah. <laughs> this week could be could be could be an aggregate shorter. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of Karen. It's a lot. This is this is. I feel like this is the week of Karen. There's also well, like a week. lot of. 30, 45 seconds single shot yes. of nothing yeah. really happening. Yeah. And we get a lot of voiceover and we get a lot of, you know, kind of uh, background. All right. So before we move on, the fuck count is one for this episode. Who who did it? It was Tommy. Josh mentioned it earlier. It was Tommy in the car. Yes, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's not, it's, it's in the background because there's a lot of, there's screaming going on, there's music, yeah. and there's Tommy babbling. Oh, it's his mumbling. He's like, you fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like that. Yeah. Mumbling. Yeah. That red and fucking prick yeah. you. <laughs> So this week, Wax will also be light on the fucks, but All right. well, can't always be heavy on them. So listen, you need you need to pace yourself. It's a long movie. Tune in tomorrow, or we uh, will join Mickey, uh, Mickey's party. Until then, uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Minute and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. Uh, also, find our episodes. Did I say Twitter at Goodfellas Minute? Goodfellas Minute. I, it all blends together now. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah, I sort of went into a fugue state there. I bet Twitter you at Goodfellas Minute. Instagram and Facebook, Goodfellas Minute, and our, all our episodes are available at goodfellasminute.com. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash gfm, and uh, that's how you can become a, a pa- patron who will get a mob name. We'll get, who will get one this week? Find out on Friday. And uh, go to goodfellasminute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. And if you have any questions or anything of note, you can email us at contact at And Ron, I believe... You got some very special emails this week. I did. Uh, so in reaction, so last week, uh, Josh and I had the pleasure of uh, attending Henry and Karen's wedding with Gabe Hardman, which that was Beautiful a lot of fun. Ceremony. Beautiful ceremony. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. And as I had a feeling, if you might remember, uh, remember I was talking about the bag with the, with the envelopes? Yes. And how my recollection in my family was, uh, in, in my family weddings was that was known as the booster bag. And, get a booster bag. and and uh, I was trying to find some sort of uh, confirmation of this, and I could not find it on the internet. Uh, well, leave it to my dad to, <laughs> to send an email. Um, and not only my dad, 
But my mother chimed in. I received in separate sep- emails. Separate emails. Neither CC'd the other one. These are just separate, <laughs> dedicated emails. Uh, so my father wrote in to explain that uh, that uh, I was actually mispronouncing it or misspelling it. It is not. I I thought it was a a booster. Uh, remember I talked about it, it was a booster bag, like, like a be- booster shot. Like yeah, like, uh, yeah. Or with the with the Long Island accent, it'd be booster. B o o s t a. You know, the actually, spaceship had a booster rocket. Yeah, actually, as my uh, as my dad did some research and confirmed this, and then sent it along, uh, it is actually derived from an Italian word, right? Which uh, the Italian word for busta a finestra, which is an envelope with a window. Okay, so the okay. envelope well, with the on, window. So it's on the nose. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and often uh, Italian guests uh, portare un busta, which means to bring an envelope as a gift. And so, and so the idea that so the portare una busta was the was what they were doing. The busta was the gift, and uh, they would have either the at first they would have a box to put the envelopes in, and then they decorated the box, and then it evolved into like a bag. Hence the busta bag. So there is the there is the uh, the the origin of the busta bag, and uh, my mother wrote in uh, to uh, remind me that she still has her busta bag. And uh, and then you should call more often. Exactly, and uh, that nowadays they use bird cages or wicker baskets. It's nothing like a booster bag. What? <laughs> Why don't they do that? That's lame. Because they, they, they it's evolved and they decorate it and they do all that sort of stuff. And I and I and I laugh because I have been to weddings where there's like a wicker basket or like a a like a bird cage or something where you put the envelope in and the you know and you see all the envelopes and it's it's not the same. So, but anyway, Are they safe so- there. In the cage? <laughs> They're safe in the cage. So uh, right. thank you, Mom and Dad, for emailing in and reminding me that you're listening and making me feel bad for cursing on the show. Did they did they listen <laughs> together? No. Or did they listen separately? Well, I don't, and then... I'm fairly certain they listen separately. I like the idea of them both walking around with iPods <laughs> no. in, in their ear, earbuds and not talking to each other. <laughs> Ten years of podcasting. First time anyone in my family's listened to anything I've done. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm same thing in this house, buddy. <laughs> Well, as I said before, if you have any questions or anything of note, if you are one of Ron's family members and you want to correct or reminisce or tell a story, email us at contactthegoodfellowsminute.com. And those aren't, those aren't the only emails Ron's dad has written in. No. We just, you know, every once in a while we like to check in with him. Yeah, it's nice. Well, this was nice because we actually got some more words in the email because uh, uh, he's just been sending me links lately. <laughs> like, no, 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 hello. How are no you? Context. What's going on? It's I listened to the, taking too much time. I, I listened to the show and thought you'd, I just get a link and then it's up to me to figure out what the link means. So <laughs> it's like a little game. it's like a little scavenger hunt. Yeah. What he doesn't understand about podcasting is that after we record it, we never think about it again. Exactly. Or remember it. It just goes right out of the brain. Right out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the brain. Many people have emailed Ron about where to buy those shirts. We already have all the emails. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> podcasters are these? <laughs> No more emails about where to buy those shirts. GuidoShirts.com. We, we got them. I'm, I'm drowning in shirts. Drowning yeah. in them. <laughs> well, you have a, you have somewhat of an objection to it. Well, I mean, I, my, I mean, the gist is is that a lot of the, the 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 places that sell those shirts, I'm not sure I want to shop at a place called uh, GuidoWarehouse.com. <laughs> you feeling? Are you feeling marginalized by that? I'm not marginalized. I just feel. I just feel. It's a little, I, I, I was. I was hoping there was like a little hype, like a nicer section of Nordstrom or something. That <laughs> You know, like, I don't, I, you know, like yeah. Fourth Avenue at Nordstrom. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize that it was uh, the Rockaway Boulevard collection. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, that got him. That got him. <laughs> the East New York collection. Oh, that's um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, like the Zoot Suit store and, and uh, oh, yeah, just Guido Fashions. Like, oh, God, I don't want to shop somewhere called Guido Fashions. Shop Brownsville. Because I've <laughs> never felt, I've never, I've never felt as if I was a Guido. That's a thing. Like, I, that's a... F- that's a fuck that line pretty closely. No, 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 no. Call out that card when it's when it's necessary. No, 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 no. The other side of the line. No, 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 my friend, my friend. I am proudly an Italian American, an American with Italian descent. There is a fine line between me and a Guido, and Connor can back me up here. I think it works like this. I think you don't. Connor. No, 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 no. Connor. I think that. Choose your words. Mostly accurate. <laughs> I, I think I, you play it up in certain instances. Sure, yes, yes no, but I'm not wearing Z Cavaricis. You're not, but you're fluent in their language. Yes, yes. And so, I mean, like, as you grew up among it, but you are not necessarily part of that subculture, but it's, right. it's not unfamiliar. Like, I with redneck Mainers, you know? Right, like yeah, I, there, there's, a, there's a subtlety to someone from Long Island to what is a Guido and no, what is no, not. I, I, I would not consider myself a Guido. There no, are Guidos. You know, you're not going to yeah. wear that shirt, though. I might. No, no, the Guidos. Oh, the Guido. No, yeah, no, yeah. So, he might wear the shirt. Want to say Guido? <laughs> Listen, it's, all it's, I know is that I do not own an Islanders jersey. That's all I know. <laughs> on Solo thinks it a lot of fun to say Guido. <laughs> all right, so we, we, we we digress. So. All right, so uh, I'm exhausted. What happened? <laughs> you were Till talking next about week. Patreon. So we're good. Yeah. Till tomorrow. Not a Guido. One non-Guido opponent at a time. I'm a rags to return. My fate is up.